0: Howdy, hey friends, welcome to the Rope Choppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Disney needs. My name is Glenn, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts Landon and Colby. Today, we'll be discussing the latest in Disney news and Hopper drop. We will be moving on to one of our newer segments, Star Wonders. And we're going to be drafting the most iconic pre-shows in WDW. And we're going to have a little bit of an extra magic hour for, for Patreon only. And then, as usual, we'll wrap up the show with the Disney Trivia Showdown. Oh, let's not wait any longer. Let's hop right in to Hopper Drop. And for those of you who don't know what Hopper Drop is, it's basically a time where we discuss the latest in Disney news, which I just said, but we decide whether or not we're hopping on board with this decision that the company has made or dropping them entirely. Um, super happy that uh, we're back and Kobe is actually going to be introducing this first story for us. What's up, robe droppers? Happy to be here once again. I know this is our third week back, but it still feels
1: really exciting to you know beyond season two of rope droppers uh, also we want to know like what you want to hear and what you want us to dive into so please comment on instagram maybe like segment ideas or just like any other ideas you have i think we'd all three be like encouraged by that so just throwing that out there but first story epcot parking trams are staged for testing ahead of their return to operation next month which is when they will be returning to hollywood studios as well so that seems pretty exciting honestly i don't really use the parking trams because they take forever (laughs) but i understand that there are people that need them and they're like a requirement maybe not a requirement but it's like really nice to have and also after a really long day hopping on the tram if it's convenient it's not that bad i think this is really overdue. I'm uh, looking at my watch right now. It's 2023. <laughs> I have no idea what's taking this long, but definitely hopping on board for this. It's definitely a, a really good thing.
0: I totally agree. I think it's a huge hop. Uh, I think that as far as trams being gone, I think Epcot and Hollywood Studios are the ones they could delay the longest. If you look at the Animal Kingdom parking lot or the Magic Kingdom parking lot, the trams are like, it's a long walk. In these two parks, it's not necessarily that long. Uh, Epcot, I think, is definitely one that I'm more excited for than Hollywood because Hollywood's a super small parking lot considering how popular that park is. But that being said, I totally agree. It's 2023. These things should already be back in operation. But the fact that they're coming back now, huge win. Super excited for their return.
2: All right. Here's my thoughts on this I think it has taken way too long. It's obviously a hop, but why is it? the end of August that we're just now talking about this when it's starting to hopefully cool down, it's still been in the hundreds here in Louisiana, but like still, I just feel like they've waited way too long, but it's here now. So got to hop on board for it. But uh, next up, what do y'all think?
0: For me, I think this is a huge hop. Honestly, I think that the fact that it's coming back and we're getting an example of it, it's supposed to open at the end of this year around fall, Slash december which is a really broad timeline as far as disney i think their ideal date is october of this year but they don't want to lock in anything in case something comes up i that being said i am excited for this i've watched a couple videos on it not too many so i wouldn't be spoiled on it Uh, but what i have seen of this it is pretty cool i don't know why it took so long and the but the fact that they're making progress on this construction part of epcot huge win for me
1: yeah so of the things that they have announced that they are making, that they are building, that they are imagining, creating, whatever you want to call it. This has probably been one of the things that I've been least excited for, but the pictures look really great. So I never want to judge something until I experience it myself. I'm just really big on that. I don't want to make a harsh judgment on something if I have not seen it with my own two eyes, if I have not experienced it in the flesh it's great. I mean, I want this to be open to the public. Epcot's been in such a weird spot for so long. I remember during my DCP, I worked in Epcot, of course. And for the first four or five days I was there, Epcot was whole. And then maybe the fifth or sixth day, everything was completely torn up for the new neighborhoods. And it's obviously COVID hurt the progress of it a lot. But epcot's been a really bad spot for three years now and it's just one of those things where future world was one of my favorite areas of disney world i just loved it i loved the atmosphere i loved the music and so i think we can all three agree that it's just been really sad like walking around and just being there's so many walls so disney bring those walls down come on we want those walls down we're hungry for it we're so excited so definitely excited for this, hopping on board all over it.
2: Yeah, I'm hopping on board also. It has been a long journey to get to this point, no pun intended. But just based off the couple of pictures <laughs> that I've seen, it looks really fun. It looks great. And I was on the same boat as you. It was probably the least excited for the new stuff that I was. But still, I'm excited to experience it in the flesh. New is always good, and change is always good. We all believe that here on Rope Troppers. But yeah, I'm ready to see these walls go down and just get that whole new Epcot feel because it's like a puzzle right now. It's not complete. I'm just ready for those final pieces to be put there.
0: I totally agree. I think that the fact that this is opening after summer, though, is a bit of a drop for me. I think that with the record-breaking heat waves, everybody would have rather this been open sooner. And I'm on the same page, but with all the cancellations that have happened in the Epcot overhaul, I'm just excited that one of them is still happening. And the fact that this is opening up, I'm super excited for. Um, And speaking of Epcot, there's a really Epcot-focused hop or drop. Didn't even mean for that to happen. The Vanellope meet and greet that usually, like, in the little area outside of Figment, the Vanellope meet and greet, like the Wreck-It-Ralph area, is completely shut down. It's permanently closed, and now it is confirmed that is where the Figment meet and greet is going, which honestly makes total sense. I don't know why they they put out the rumor that he was going to be in the character spot. That was weird to me, but he needs to be
1: with his ride he needs to be yep. like with in his home I guess you could say
0: and, and Vanellope being there and like the, the inside out crew being there is, is honestly weird to me but this is a huge hop I love this I think that going here and hopefully Vanellope doesn't go away completely hopefully she goes over to your spot that will be opening soon uh, either way I'm excited for Figment to be coming to his section of the ride so I'm hopping on board for this
2: that's right. This is a major hop. Figment's the face of the park. Him coming back as the meet and greet is just a huge plus. If you missed last week's episode, you got to check out who Colby drafted, and we're we'll talking about him right now. Spoiler <laughs> alert: it's Figment. So I'm all on board bro, for this. He is a giant. Hopping on. He's massive. I want to say,
1: I want to say he was like ten foot. Seems that's that. no. I really like. I really do. I want to say he was the size of a basketball goal. This man was bigger
2: like, than Goliath. <laughs>
0: Figment is six five. There's no way. I'm looking There's at it right no now. There's no way he's six five. There's no okay. way. It took me forever to find this article. He's gotta be ten foot. Okay. We'll we'll see. We're we're gonna have to send he, I, we're gonna have to take a rope droppers trip to meet Figment. and Because then... 'cause I'm six foot four. And actually when I met
1: him I was a lot shorter. You're so like,
0: probably around my height, probably around 5'7", when you met him.
1: Dude, he was Maybe just he so 10 feet big. Old. He was just so big. Anyway, that's alright. Anyway. Yeah, obviously, if you heard last week's episode, this is freaking lit. This is exciting. This does raise a good question, though. So, Vanellope is leaving. I think we see more of Wreck-It Ralph in the future. I just don't know exactly where. I have a question for y'all. If y'all could put Wreck-It Ralph anywhere in the parks, any ride, where would you put Wreck-It Ralph?
2: I would go over to Test Track.
0: Okay. And I think it's the only right answer. I really want. I'd either say put Big Hero Six where Tomorrowland Speedway is, or completely redo that area and make it like a Wreck-It Ralph area. Yeah, I, have the, I think it's called Sugar Rush. Is that right? If they
1: made that like whole land, I think that would be really cool. Um, I'm not sure if they do that, but I think it would take a lot of creativity and stuff that I don't know if Imagineering is really focused on. Rush. I just dropped the mic on them? I don't know. i I'm a little been a little critical. I, I just think that they're not as focused on that aspect of land building as they used to be. And I'm not even some big Wreck-It-Ralph fan. I, I've been told I look like him. Some days, some days it's Buck Klug. I w- <laughs> Listeners, do I look like the dad from Chicken Little? <laughs> just just be honest. Just be honest. Do I look like I, Buck Klug?
0: What I need to do I, is I, I just need to find a really unflattering picture of you and put it next to Buck and then
1: yeah uh, look a a picture (laughs) of me is a picture of me if it's unflattering or not it's still me so i have to just i just have to accept that and listeners if you think i look like butt cluck let me know in the comments
0: yeah Uh, yeah i'd love to see the characters that don't get a lot of love to get more love i personally i would much rather see big hero six come to the park somewhere than a sugar rush thing or something like that but i don't know but that being said Speaking of rides, speaking of everything like that and what we'd want to replace with Sugar Rush, let us talk about One Star Wonders. And for those of you who don't know what One Star Wonders is, it's the newest segment of the show where every week I'll pick a ride show, attraction, something along those lines, and pick a one star review from that. Some will be funny, some will be serious, and I'll read them off to Colby and Landon and they'll have to guess it. This is one of my favorite segments genuinely i have a couple here i'm gonna read them all off regardless if y'all get it early this ride is not for people with a fear of feet a fear. You, uh, oh soren uh, yeah. gotta be yeah, it's gotta it's, it's be soared. it's sword sword <laughs> that is gets... true that is really true
1: and yeah. sometimes it people just be having their dogs out i was about to say that I, same I, thing I, I, hey, yeah. listen i'm just gonna throw that out there Look, I know that this is a PG podcast. People are just having their dogs out barking.
0: Well, literally it, in this same review, like, it says when you ride, you're almost guaranteed to have dangling dogs right in front of you. They need, I need so to see so their service kind of animal. Shouldn't like, should, should Disney, like <laughs> care about this more? I'm kind of wondering. Well, like, hey, the review offers a solution if you guys want to hear it. Um, yeah, no, I'm interested. They need to require people to wear gym shoes or have them for sale somewhere in the park for closed-toed shoes for sale for Soar and disney you offer 3d glasses you offer 3d glasses for some rides uh, give people some shoes for this
2: one i'm gonna i'm gonna drop that person <laughs> whoever made that review it's so funny
1: so funny Wait, and they, you, they... you just like people's dogs out like that is that you're into that
2: i like puppies but not those <laughs> you're allergic either way so
0: you know There are a couple more reviews that are decently funny. Most of them were just complaining about how the ride is always down. And for what Disney charges, that's disgraceful. Totally agree. I think if Soren's down at Epcot, I should get fully refunded for my ticket. I think they should have. Honestly, I haven't haven't seen Soren down that much. Neither have I. Is that really a thing? I I think more so lately. A lot of the one-star reviews in the past five months were about how the ride has been down.
1: Oh really? It's I guess they've been dealing with some issues because like honestly, when I think of rides that like break down a lot, like I really don't think of that ride.
0: Why? Like there, and a lot of people are also complaining about how the ride feels outdated, and which is interesting to me because I know they just redid it a few years ago. Uh, I don't know. I'm interested. I haven't ridden Soren of in a long time. It's usually one of those really long wait times where if I have nothing else to do at that park, I'll do it. I never like waiting in the really long line for it. Yeah, I I always like it. I find it really relaxing. And I always uh, I've also been on it before, so <coughs> I request the front middle row every time just to give that super enjoyable experience. Nah, yeah. bro, I like the sideways Eiffel Tower. The image that they use, they had to pay extra for because Eiffel Tower with that like when it lights up is copyrighted. So any what? form of media, yeah, any form of media that uses that, they have to pay extra in addition to using the Eiffel Tower. In- How is it copyrighted? It's just like the image of it is copyrighted. It's it's copyright laws are really confusing in Europe. But like you cannot use it in in any form of media without paying a certain fine. So interesting. Disney Disney had to pay extra for that Leaning Tower of Eiffel, you know. So I would have never known that. Like I would. That's why I'm here. Was for those fun facts. But either way, (laughs) was One Star Wonders again. It's one of our shorter segments, but it is one of my favorites. Now we're gonna jump right in to the (laughs) drafts this week which Landon will be introducing.
2: Yeah, I'm super excited for the strat this week. It was actually Glenn's idea. I want to give him because it's a pretty unique one this week. I'm excited to introduce it. So without further ado, it is the most iconic pre-shows in Disney. This does not include the cues, so you can't say something like Everest or count like Smuggler's Run. You can't do something like that. So with my first overall pick, I'm going to take Rise of the Resistance.
0: Ooh, that was my number one pick too
2: i was split between a couple things i was like you know what i love this one i have to pick it it's not a top 10
0: hey but it's number one (laughs) pre-show it's great because it has three different pre-shows like yeah it's so it's crazy to me it's that's
1: kind of part of the ride though is that do you feel like that there's an argument there i think
0: but i think that's what makes it such a great pre-show is that it feels like it instantly immerses you in the experience i think that's what the what these pre-shows right. do really well there are a couple pre-shows that are on my list that personally don't do that but no i think this is great and i think rise of the resistance is gone that was my first round pick i'm happy to go ahead and take cosmic rewind another one that has a phenomenal cue disney has really been hitting it out of the parks with these terry cruz is great epcotians is great Epcot. uh, it's, it's so funny um uh, that's why I am taking Cosmic Rewind as my first overall yeah.
1: pick. I love that part when you're kinda
0: in that holding chamber and the wall comes up. That's pretty cool. It's really sick. I almost counted as that part as two different pre shows, but it's not. It's just one room and that's makes it really cool. So. I have a hot take. Oh no. Here we go. We're back. I I'm not as
1: I was like thinking about this, I don't know if I'm into pre shows. I wanna throw it out there.
2: You boring man.
1: Yeah. I know. Genuinely, I think pre-shows, like, all I want to do is ride the ride. And sometimes the pre-show, like, takes away from it. But there is one ride that I rode recently for the first time that has the best pre-show ever. Because it's literally, like, three seconds.
2: I know what he's Give me say. Tron.
1: Give me Tron. <laughs> so literally, funny. So you go into this room, and literally for a split second, it shows it blasting off. And that's it.
0: It's freaking yeah. goaded. That's literally, that's all I need. It's a Colby thing. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> One of those Colby-isms. <laughs> Landon, what's your second round pick?
2: All right, I'm going to stay in the Magic Kingdom. We're going to head on to Haunted Mansion. This one's iconic oh, for wow. me. It's a little spooky. I enjoy it. The darkest thing at Disney is in this pre-show. I would agree with that.
1: I, I, every time I see that, I just get uncomfortable.
2: I think that's call the point, me but weak. it's just a little bit of, uh, but
0: what the heck? I, but I, I'm
2: just at a level of, uncomfort-
0: I, I get a little uncomfortable. I don't know if it's, it was gone for a long time. Like they took it away after. I don't know if it's back. I haven't looked up.
2: It was back record. when I was working there. I can confirm that. Okay. Okay. Nah, well, it was,
1: the last time I wrote it, it was there. And it's just one of those yeah, things that's that crazy. I still think it's a little too far, but that's just my own personal opinion.
0: But that's just me. I get that. I get that. I love Haunted. Haunted was, honestly, it was my next pick, honestly. Um, So, I love that this is happening, but for me, I'm going to stick on the spooky route, and I'm going to take Tower of Terror. I love the Tower of Terror pre-show. I think it's great. It incorporates a property that not a lot of people know about with Twilight Zone. So, really big fan of the Tower of Terror. That's why it's my second-round pick. I like that one, too, because I like that guy's voice. I think Rod's. That's like an A. I have voice, right? That's, yeah, that's not him. Yeah, yeah. He was gone before. It's crazy.
2: So I do have one critique with this. They don't make the little library room or the study room that you go into. They don't make it pitch black anymore. It like dims the lights and the lights are slightly on.
1: Yeah. So my next one, this one's like super iconic to me, just because I remember as a kid, like riding it and not really knowing who this band was. Uh, just like falling in love with, like the lore of it, the music, and the
0: wait a minute, wait a minute, we can't treat these people here like this. No. Uh,
1: Chris, can you grab my black Les Paul? All that stuff. That was yeah, really just, good. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, just all one this more stuff. more time. And, which one?
2: The black Les Paul.
1: Hey Chris, can you grab my black Les Paul? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's just all <laughs> that stuff. that's That's, you got all the manager and it's just like such an iconic show hey we Um, might be
0: changing this week's extra magic hours to colby reacts the entire (laughs) pre-show to rock and roller coaster (laughs) everyone
1: would unsubscribe (laughs) we don't want this Uh, but it's just awesome and then like when you walk out and they play walk this way sometimes that's so lit so, I'm going to go with Rock and Roller Coaster. It's such an iconic show. It's going to be sad when they take Aerosmith out, but also, obviously, sad. there is pretty good reasons why they yeah, should.
2: Not that sad.
0: Yeah. yeah. I won't be that upset.
2: I like the little hidden Mickey within the wires on the ground. Facts. It's like one of those hidden details. It's cool. All right, with my pick, another one Glenn's going to go, ah, oh, about. I'm taking Mickey oh, Minnie. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. I good like how you, you are immersive you get to watch a little cartoon and then the big boom happens and it's really fun
0: i totally agree um it's one of my favorite attractions of all time i've talked about it a couple of times on the podcast so i'm a little sad that it didn't end up on my list um but one that i will be taking that i think is one of those that i didn't realize it'd be on here for this long um but i am taking flight of passage that will be my third round pick I'm really surprised it made it to this round, but overall, I'm pretty Uh, happy with it. If fly,
2: (laughs) and you will... Colby, you've got to start a TikTok or something with your impressions.
0: And you just Dude. you like you put yourself in the pre-show? He,
2: he's, he said
1: he he's supposed to be this genius, right? This guy that's working okay, maybe on Maybe he this. has
0: maybe he has social anxiety. Maybe maybe we don't throw <laughs> shade at the guy. Before. What do you,
1: what do you mean? Maybe he definitely does.
0: <laughs> okay, well, why are we making fun <laughs> of him?
1: You will. That's so
0: funny. That's
2: so uh... mean. <laughs> it is it's a little mean.
0: mean. The, he definitely has social anxiety. Let's continue. To... He's not real. So Might it's be. like we don't know.
2: You, Hey, hey, I'm fully You're technically in this Disney thing likes at that to point. make fun of people with social
1: No, it's just freaking Joe Rody trying to big brain everything. I don't know It's just one of those things. I, Joe Rody's the goat I, yep. I'm not talking bad about him. He just does stuff like that. Okay, Big uh, Bird Alright, so who do I look like? Do I look like Big Bird? Honestly,
0: I think Big Bird is the nicest one out of all the ones that have been said. So I think
1: I've gotten Mm -hmm. Foghorn Leghorn before. They're always some type of giant bird, and it's because of my Mm -hmm. nose.
0: You've also gotten a pigeon before, but
1: no, bro, don't be doing this. Come on, now.
0: Anyways, let's go ahead and keep on going. Colby, what'll be your third round pick?
1: Yo, so I actually really wanted Mickey and Minnie's. I did too. That, that honestly, the first time I ever rode that. Was it was so shocking, the shock factor of the wall like completely going away. One of those things that you always remember. But for my next one, I'm actually gonna go with a ride that I don't really like that much. But I gotta put some respect on my boy Doctor
0: Seeker. Dude, let's go! No way. Just because... Wow, that ended up on your list and not mine. That's crazy.
1: And there's a reason I'm picking him. Because Dr. Seeker doesn't give a crap about you. Like, literally, (laughs) he's sending you off on this expedition, and he does not care. Like, he has no regard for your life, like, whatsoever. And I'm just so fascinated by that. Literally, he's sending you across time. And... Like he basically is openly being like, I'm not sure if this is gonna work, <laughs> but go have fun. So look
0: at the amount that, of people he's sending out too. Like he has no faith yeah, in you that, whatsoever. It's just another no, time machine after time machine.
1: It's just funny. Uh, you know what I wanted to pick? I'll tell you what I wanted to pick. But at Mission Space, I used to Some, really like yeah. Ace because they used to my have on my honorable. They used to have Lieutenant Dan, and it's they don't anymore. They took him away. It's That's so disrespectful. You took away Lieutenant Dan. It's
0: a universe of energy.
1: Oh, yeah, so
2: right. This will be my final pick. Now I'm going to take Soren. Mm, that's a good one.
0: That it's is kinda, a good
2: one. It's kind of a little not as exciting as my first three picks, but I think it's still a solid one that gets you prepared for the ride and has a little humor in it whenever he takes away the Mickey ears. Yeah, I think that's one of the first pre-shows I can remember actually laughing in. That's a good one.
1: That's a good one. The only reason I don't like that one is because you have to stand for so long.
0: Mm. Now
2: that's true. That is true. Yeah. But why so are you, you at Disney World if you mind standing?
1: No, I just I it's just one of those elements, the, the human element. But you can but lean, but it is funny. At least there's no, a place I just... to lean in that life.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: It is funny. Nice work pal. That's great. <laughs> okay. And a lot of a lot of my really good picks are gone now. I'm going to take a pretty controversial one. Actually, this might be the biggest choke of the century. I'm taking Muppet Vision 3 I Think the choice. Okay. I think I think it's very I think it's funny. I think it is aged super well. And I'm a big Muppet guy. Same.
1: I love the Muppets. I actually almost picked number, the Muppets number 1 overall. But <laughs> I didn't think No, I didn't think that anyone was going to pick it. So I was like I'm just going to pick uh, it last. So now I got to zag. take it. I got a, I got a zag here.
2: <laughs> this is something I haven't discussed much on the podcast. I could not tell you the last time I experienced Muppet Vision 3D. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm not even lying. I don't have the like, smallest memory of that thing. Dude, you so need that's it. why I we, never discuss it. You well, need to get greatest. on Tron
0: and you need to rope drop Muppet Vision is what we're, is what we're saying. What, I'm actually really jealous
1: of you because going to watch Muppet Vision for the first time, <laughs> like, it's going to be really funny.
2: It's going to be very yeah. funny. Maybe it it's brings something... back a whole bunch of memories.
0: But some of that my family didn't normally do. I had done it, like, probably less than a handful of times. And then the first, like, memory I have of riding it is with Colby on his DCP. Like, that was just so iconic. Like, it was such a fun time. But that is the first time I remember getting back on Muppet Vision. And honestly, that's my, like, core memory with it now, which is why I like it a lot. But yeah, so I'm taking Muppet Vision in the round. All right, so I was going to take that. I'm trying to think of what's even left. I have one ride left that has not been taken on my list, but... It's one
1: singular ride. I mean, what is it? Because I'm not even sure. I can't even remember one right
0: now. Smuggler's Run. Bro, Can't take that. Cause, no, because Hondo, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like no, the like, ride. I don't like the no, ride, I but can't, the, the animatronic I can't take is that. great. You took Dinosaur, Bro. brother, okay? You took no, Dinosaur. I can't. Bro,
1: Smuggler's Run's one of those rides that I just can't support. I can't support it. It's just one of those wow. things.
0: And you'll support Dinosaur yeah.
1: with, how, with how much well, hate you've thrown at it?
0: No, I don't like is dinosaur is the most hated I, dinosaurs. I, I thought you liked it. I do, but from you.
1: <laughs> I think Landon likes it too. I do I don't mind it, but you no, you but, ranked
0: it like so low every time.
1: No, it's like it's, it's nothing like super against it. I just when I really think about it, I just don't really like it.
2: Uh, okay, hater.
1: But I really have no idea what else to pick. That's why I'm being so for real right now. Like I don't remember anything. And it's Star like it, Tours.
0: Star- no Star
1: Wars oh. doesn't have one. Uh, does it have one? It has that little Yeah, you TV. would count that.
0: It's a lot better than Smugglers.
1: No, it's better. Smugglers is better than that.
0: It's got- Honda. The oh, animatronic at there, if it's working, if they don't cover him up with a blanket, looks so cool. He's so good. Oh. You know what? I'll go Toy Story Mania. With, uh, excuse me. One potato, three potato,
1: two potato. <laughs> oh, bowl. Go- or no, I'll go uh, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Stabilize your flight path. Aim for the Zs.
0: Keep it going, okay. please. Keep going. Let's, uh, any more? Any more? Nah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think Wait, of what else. What
2: about the pre show for Dumbo? Like the jungle gym area? <laughs> I know. That's Colby's
0: favorite place to play. <laughs> All right. So, what are you actually taking, Colby? Man,
1: I guess I'll go to Toy Story Mania. To Toy Story Mania.
0: Bro, I had a, I, this was a tough list. Pick it last. I, yeah. I, I mean, you got I had Drawn, go. you got Rock and Roller Coaster and Dino, which were both above Muppet Vision Online. I, if you can think of another one that could go on the list, and I I know that I'm probably missing some, but like currently I just I can't remember. I think that there are a lot of really good extinct ones. Like like you think Mission Space is great. I like the old Test Track one. Great movie uh, ride. That was a great movie. And then <laughs> I don't think a lot in Magic Kingdom do. I think the only one yeah. that does is.
2: Tiki Room? Does that have one?
0: Tiki Room has one. Bruh. I I about... that, would just be, that would be a travesty. Like, true. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I totally dude, forgot Switch's about that. Bitch's Great Escape used to have one. Bitch's Great Escape was bomb. That one was good. Just And then, what was that ride called before? Like Alien Encounter or something like that? I never wrote it. But, yeah, I never did that. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, so, so, to wrap up the draft, Landon, what did you pick?
2: I took Rise first, Haunted next, Mickey Minis after that, and then ended with.
0: I took Cosmic Rewind, Tower of Terror, Flight of Passage. Yeah, and then I took Tron.
1: I took Rock and Roller Coaster. And then I took Dinosaur, and then Toy Story Mania, Man. which is uh, barely counts, but I did take it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. It's a fun list. Overall, that was super fun. I, I like the pre-shows a lot. I do like the attractions, like the queues that don't need a pre-show more. But still, it's a fun thing to discuss and to get people's opinions on. Yeah, So let's jump right in to Extra Magic Hours. For those of you who don't know what Extra Magic Hours is, this is a Patreon exclusive segment. So if you're not a Patreon member, unfortunately, you don't get it here. It's usually when we do hot takes and things like that. So if you're interested, check the link down in the description below and you can listen to this episode a little less edited and a little more fun. Without further ado, let's jump right in to the Disney Trivia Showdown. Disney Trivia Showdown is exactly how it
1: sounds. We're just going to see if we can stump each other. We all claim to be Disney experts to some extent and nothing like a little (laughs) trivia showdown to see who the best of the best is or maybe if we can stump each other.
2: Absolutely. All right, with my question, I can't remember if this one's been asked, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How many times has Disney World closed public, completely uh, shut down? Would COVID
1: count like as many days or are are you just like counting COVID as one? Yeah, I'm counting COVID as one. All right, so I know that there was a hurricane that closed. That's two. And then I'm going to say four times. i going to say three.
2: It just closed nine times.
1: Really? really? That's a lot Do you have
0: the times?
2: Yeah, here's the list. Hurricane Floyd in September 1999, 9-11, Hurricane Charlie in 2004, Hurricane Francis mm. in 2004, Hurricane Jeanne in 2004, So it closed three times in 2004 alone. Then fast forward 12 years later, Hurricane Matthew in 2016, October. Hurricane Irma, September 2017. Then you have COVID and then Hurricane Ann in September 2020.
1: Interesting. I had no idea that it closed that many times for hurricanes. I, I knew that it had closed before. Well, I That's had no idea one. that it was, yeah, it was that many times. That's yeah.
0: I wonder if they're counting, are they counting like where it was, didn't open that day or are they counting where it closed early too? Cause there have been a couple of times that I no, Cause it closed. I guess not because it closed early one time while I was living there for a hurricane season, but
2: yeah. There, so the end of it says that there has been additional partial day closers close typically to hurricanes, but they don't count those. Interesting. So I guess it has to be like a chunk of days.
0: That's really interesting. I like fun fact. Yeah, that was a a fun question. So I have a, I grew up like with a group, there were like two or three families that I knew that would go to Disney like regularly. And one of them was like the Glens, who we've talked about before on this podcast. They used to go to Disney during the hurricane season and they would all in the hallways. And like, they went to, there was that thing where you could design your own uh, car. It like, what was it? Like race riders or something like that. Oh Um, yeah, that was fun. Like, they like took that and they like drove it through like the hotel like during that time. And they used to book it intentionally during hurricane seasons because they would get really good rates.
2: That's amazing. Uh-huh. That's
0: a good idea. Yeah. I don't think Disney does that anymore. It's expensive all the time now, but it was su- it was super fun that they would have a good time. Mr. Glenn has all the hacks like that, so shout out to him. But for my question, my Disney trivia question, we're gonna jump right back over to Epcot and talk about someone, a 10-foot-tall dude that we've talked about already today named Figment. And I'm actually going to jump into the Imagination Pavilion as a whole. Who was the lead Imagineer that designed the Imagination Pavilion?
1: Tony Baxter.
0: Tony Baxter.
2: I wasn't going to say it, I'll be honest. (laughs) You stumped me.
0: Tony Baxter is one of my favorite Imagineers of all time. He has a lot of really cool projects under his belt. He's goaded, bro.
1: He's nice. I actually have an Imagineer question too. Ooh. So Michael Eisner had a running mate. <laughs> essentially. Michael Eisner had a, a guy
0: that he worked with very closely. An Imagineer. Rip. What's his name? Imagineer or who was his... Because oh, yeah. I know he worked with... know who his running mate actually was. It was Frank G. Wells. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's who you okay. were looking for? Yeah. He nice. was goaded. Frank G. Wells go- was because Eisner fell off after he left too, which stinks. But Tony Baxter's projects, legitimately some of my favorite things in Disney World. I'm reading about him right now. Like he did the Indiana Jones Adventure in Disneyland and Tokyo Sea, so both the Indiana Jones rides. He did Big Thunder Mountain. He did Star Tours, Splash Mountain, did the Imagination wow. Pavilion. I to say,
2: he did Splash.
0: And he was in charge of all of that like in disneyland disney world and disneyland paris which is nuts that he designed all that because disneyland paris is immaculate as far as all that stuff goes so that's really cool yeah no super fun week super fun episode it was really great being back with you guys on the rope droppers podcast uh, if you want to check us out more and get more from us throughout the week oh landon go ahead you have something to say
2: i would want to um, have a call to action usually it's to bob iger but it's call- Call to action to the audience. Audience, please go to Mickey Views Instagram and just spam his comment section with go on Rope Droppers and then tag us. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm try- we're trying to get him on here.
0: It'd be really fun. He had a live stream today that I need to watch, but I would love to get Mickey Views on here. If y'all want to do that, absolutely. That'd be super duper fun to get him on here. And if you don't know where we're at on Instagram, you can check us out at the Rope Droppers Podcast. There we post. This week we're going to be posting the, the drafts from actually before this episode goes up maybe you'll have enough time maybe there's enough layover Uh, you're posting the where you get a vote from the drafts from last week which we drafted the best meet and greet characters and then you'll be able to vote on the draft from this week who had the best draft for the most iconic pre-shows and that's at the rope jumpers podcast but you can find me at imagineer glenn colby at colby trades Pins and landon at disneyland and b there you'll be able to keep up to date with us and all that so Uh, yeah and if you want to support us on patreon get access to the episode 24 hours early and access to extra magic hours you can do that there too as well so without further ado this has been the rope Jumpers podcast my name is glenn
2: my name is landon and i'm colby
0: and we'll see you guys real soon here guys let's go that was fun